December 5th, 1872. In the fog, the de spots a ship crashing in the waves. They recognize the ship as the Mary Celeste. When the de crew approached the ship, they found no sight of anyone on deck. They boarded the vessel to find it was completely empty. Not a soul was on board. Not the captain, a single hand, his wife, or their two-year-old child. And welcome to Reading the Room, a psychic exploration. I'm Adam. I will be your host today. And I am joined here by two wonderful, awesome, amazing psychics. Pamela, how are you doing, Pamela? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Adam? I'm I'm doing so well. Thank you so much. And joined as always by Kate. Hey, Kate. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much. Uh, we're talking about a pretty interesting case today, kind of a cool, kooky mystery. We're talking about the Mary Celeste. Ooh. Ooh. Mary Celeste was a 282-ton merchant brigadine. A brigadine is a two-masted sailing vessel with a fully square-rigged foremast and at least two sails on the main mast. She was built in Canada, and her original name was the Amazon. If she was around now, she could deliver Amazon packages. Uh, Mary Celeste was purchased by Richard W. Haynes register and registered as an American ship and renamed in 1868 after a series of misfortune events, including the sudden illness and death of the captain on her maiden voyage. Ooh. A collision in the English Channel and ah. damage on several occasions, including being run aground in Cow Bay, Cape Breton Islands in 1866. So, Cow Bay, yeah, Cow Bay, it's a bay full of wet cows. So, <laughs> so this is kind of like the witness protection program for ships, I guess. We're just gonna name you. We're going to say you're an American ship now in the past. Change the name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The events leading to the mystery surrounding uh, Mary Celeste are on November 7th, 1872, Mary Celeste left New York en route to Genoa, Italy with a cargo of 1,701 Barrels of industrial alcohol. So that's not the kind you drink. That's more like rub, rubbing alcohol. Are you not supposed to drink rubbing alcohol? Never mind. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> On board were 10 people, including the crew, the captain, Captain Benjamin Spooner Riggs, and his wife, Sarah, and their two-year-old daughter, Sophia. The captain wrote a letter to his mother saying that 
he was really happy with his crew and felt like they were very capable. So prior to his trip, there were some structural changes to Mary Celeste, including changes to the captain's quarters. I think they enlarged it because he brought his family. And they added a second deck. And Mary Celeste left port with only one lifeboat. Oh, you don't want to under lifeboat. Mm-hmm. Look at the Titanic. Never, never. They, sh- they should have looked in the future and saw that was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it is a problem. I also heard about this captain that he had been a boat captain for 18 years. So he was a pretty seasoned sailor. And um, I'll touch on that in a little bit after I talk about what happened next. So what happened next was on December 5th, 1872, the British ship the De Gradia spotted the Mary Celeste. The Mary Celeste appeared to be adrift approximately 400 miles east of the Portuguese islands, the Azores. Captain Morehouse of the De Gradia sent the crewmen over to the Mary Celeste and they reported finding no one aboard the ship. There was three and a half feet of water in the ship's bottom and one of the pumps had been taken apart. The ship's cargo was intact except for nine empty barrels. There were still six months worth left of food in storage. The personal property of all the members on the crew were there except for some navigational equipment, and the only lifeboat was missing. The captain's log had not been updated in nine days. The Del Gradia crewmen sailed the Mary Celeste to Gibraltar, 800 miles away. Oh my goodness, big mystery. Yeah, and they also said about it, it was like, floating in like a misty fog and very mysterious because like some of the navigation equipment was gone and some of like the lifeboat was gone and everything seemed to be in order with the ship. Super strange. They were also 500, 500 miles off course. Oh, that's way off course. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of food left. That's 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 a big mystery to me. That's the first thing that I'm like. That's very odd. A lot of food Lots left. Of food, yeah. mm-hmm. And the beds were all made. Everything was nice and neat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tidy. Theories on what happened to the Mary Celeste. Uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the author of Sherlock Holmes, wrote an anonymous fictional story referring to the Mary Celeste as the Maria Celeste because he's very creative. <laughs> The story was written in first person as journal excerpts. It was published in Cornhill Magazine in 1884 and later picked up as nonfiction and published in the Boston Herald. Many people took this as the true account. The story was basically a racist murder situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> One theory. Mutiny. 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 There have been theories of a mutiny, but leaving the ship after mutiny and taking a chance in a lifeboat did not make sense. Yeah, you don't take over a ship just to abandon the ship, mm-hmm. right? That's that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another theory is pirates. Yee. Pirates, although the, the pirate idea was floated about, no valuables were taken, which is counter to general pirate behavior. Mm-hmm. That's not good pirate theory. Right. Yeah. It's like first day pirate stuff. Yeah. Pirates leaving without the booty? What is this? Yeah. 
right? Just with the people. And leaving food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just get the people. In 1700, 1701 kegs of of alcohol. I mean, rubbing alcohol, just, but... Hey, I don't think it matters to them. I don't think it would matter to pirates. That's what I mean. Pirates! Yar. Put it in water. <laughs> uh, sea monsters. This is my personal favorite, honestly. Uh, there were stories about a giant octopus and other sea creatures taking the occupants. That's true. Sea monsters don't care about human food, so that mm-hmm. would explain that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but they don't eat rubbing alcohol. Hello. They don't. Well, maybe they do, and they just didn't know it. They weren't smart enough to know that they needed rubbing alcohol. Uh, aliens. There's been some speculation speculation that the occupants of the Mary Celeste may have been taken by aliens. Some speculation is in, like, Gus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Aliens. Yes. <laughs> that's what I want it to be, so that's what it is. <laughs> right. They've been here a very long time. We've already established this. It's canon. Yes. Yeah. Natural disaster. There have been theories on water spouts and other natural occurrences, but none of that makes sense. Because why would you get into a smaller boat if there was a natural disaster? Right. Oh, the rough waters. Let's take to the smaller boats. It's tiny boat. It'll capsize quicker. <laughs> What's wrong with this boat? Too much size. Nobody <laughs> knows that. Too much size. No, we don't need food. Leave all the food. Uh, alcohol explosion. This is a more recent theory with some scientific basis. Nine of the kegs leaked alcohol, and with the noxious fumes and turbulence, there could have been an explosion or the potential for an explosion. The captain may have had his family and the crew get into the lifeboat to wait out the onboard danger. Then the lifeboat and Mary Celeste could have become lost from each other, and the crew were unable to get back. Oh, there's a lot of sense in this. (laughs) There's been a lot of study on this. I feel like um, there's been several studies on this, and somebody was able to duplicate this um, and was able to get a fireball to shoot forward, and they were like, if there was fire, wouldn't the sails be damaged? But in some of the... um, recreations it was just a fireball that went up and that was it no real damage but that would be scary that would make you leave your ship yes but you know you're in a ship with a very small child and and there's fireballs yeah especially i kind of i've liked that theory too because it's like oh we're just gonna wait it out and then come back and that's why they didn't take a bunch of food with them right it makes sense should have though yeah the last theory is that the crew of the Del Gracia, I didn't do it as good as Kate. Last theory is the crew of the Di Gracia could have played some role in separating the crew from the Mary Celeste in order to receive insurance money for bringing the Mary Celeste into Gibraltar. The British Salvage Court usually gives insurance money to crew members who have helped out in a situation like this. However, even though no wrongdoing was found, the court suspected that something was odd about the situation and only gave you six of the insurance money to the crew. Even back then, insurance was not a good deal. No. Like, <laughs> they knew. They're like, we'll pay up, but 
we're pretty sure you're murderers, so we'll only give you a little bit of money. You're, yeah, you're minor pirates. Mm-hmm. So there was another theory that I had heard about, and it remember earlier when I had talked about how the water pumps were, one of them was broken? The theory was that because there was three and a half feet of water in the ship, it wasn't pumping out as fast as it was supposed to, so that the captain might have noticed that there was water in the ship, and that he thought maybe he should leave the ship. However... There was another mechanism that they used to, like, test to see how much water is in the ship. Because it is normal to have, like, certain a certain amount of water in the ship at, at, at some points. Because it, like, splashes onto the deck and stuff like that, too. And it involves, like, some sort of hole. I'm not going to describe this 100% because I do not do boats and I don't know <laughs> how this works. Other than hey, I don't do boats. <laughs> I don't do boats. But there's a hole in the boat, right? And it goes all the way down. And you stick, like, I don't know what it is, some sort of weighted metal object on a string down the hole to see how much water is in it, okay? And this is how you test. And that item that is like a metal... It's called a kerfluffle. Is it really? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay, the kerfluffle <laughs> was found... <laughs> Is, this, is that a real thing? Are you messing with me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't. I said I don't do boats. So humor me. <laughs> this object was found on the deck. So it's possible that he was like, um, and they also said that like, uh, it wasn't measuring correctly. There was something wrong with it. So he might have thought there was like more water in the boat. And he was like, well, we better get out of here. But... It doesn't really explain because the Mary Celeste was still, you know, like above the water, like not sinking or anything. You would think like, eh, it's okay. Like we could go back or something like that, you know? <laughs> I had heard that because because of the the deck work and, and the building that there, there was sawdust that had kind of jammed up the pump. And that was part of the problem. Um, if you want a fancy kind of apartment instead of just regular captain's quarters you have to have you have to swab the deck more get that sawdust out of there mm-hmm. yar swab the deck mm-hmm. these are very interesting theories uh but we're going to play this week's game are you guys ready yes today's game is called on behest of the mary celeste we're gonna give it our best guess Ooh. What do you guys think think happened? Pam, we're going to start with you. I think it was um, probably sea monsters. Oh, man, I was going to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I I get a sea monster, distinct sea sea monster feel out of this. The rest of the stuff doesn't make sense. (laughs) I guess the captain of the Gracia was friends with the captain of the Mary Celeste. They had dinner a few nights before. And so hopefully it wasn't them like saying we could really use the booty. But there was no booty taken. Oh, you mean the insurance money? Yeah. Yeah. Insurance booty. Mm. Ironically, I just like to say that in the end, Mary Celeste was sunk for the insurance money. What do you mean? Later? Yeah, at the end of her life. <laughs> All right, Kate, what do you think happened to the Mary Celeste? Well, I 
I want it to be sea monsters. And I think that's definitely sea monsters. You know, those giant octopuses. Is that what you call them? Octopi? Octopi. (laughs) They're out there. The kerfluffles? The (laughs) kerfluffles. They're out there. Kraken. The, the Kraken, the, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mm-hmm. forgot the name of it. Yeah, Kraken, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. It's not just good for alcohol. So you people are silly. I'm I'm going to say that there was uh, some sort of problem, and they the captain's like, all right, we got to get on the lifeboats to get away from the Mary Celeste for just a short amount of time because there's fireballs on this thing. <laughs> there's fireballs, fireballs aliens, and ghosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe the use the fireballs to fight off the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> And it tracks the sea monsters. Yeah. They're like, what's going you on You know what's here? interesting? Do you think that maybe he gave up on the ship a little early and was a little more panicked because he had his child and his wife there? Oh, I'm sure that that, that added quite a bit of of quickness to his, to his you know, yeah. decision making. Yeah. Aren't they supposed to go down with the ship? Not in this case. <laughs> I mean, forget that. Maybe, forget maybe. that cursed ship filled with ghosts and sea monsters. I'm out. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> they maybe did fireballs take... as the example to what is the exception. They did take some like uh, I don't know because I don't do boats, like I said. But they did take some compasses and some sort of navigation equipment. A sept. What's a septant? I don't know why that word's popping in my head. Mm. What's what is that? It's the same thing as a kerfluffle. No, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I, I believe that is the uh, the the um, the tool that you use on the horizon uh-huh. that you look through to to uh, gauge where you're at. Yeah, they took one of those. I'm also not a boat person. All right, guys, this has raised a ton of questions for me. Do you think that you can provide some answers? Of course. That's what we're here for. All right, right, listeners. So Pam and I are tarot card readers, and um, we're going to be doing some tarot card readings on the situation. So if you hear some cards shuffling around, that's us just trying to get to the bottom of what happened to the Mary Celeste. I'm just going to pull a tarot card. It's going to have a giant sea monster on it, and you guys will see. You won't be laughing then. (laughs) It's a kraken. Okay. Would you like me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, I want to tell you that the first thing I get is somebody who's having trouble sleeping because they're worried. Hmm. Uh, The second thing I see is family. In fact, I see that in a couple spots. And then I see somebody thinking the grass is greener somewhere else. So is this somewhere else the lifeboat? Yes, it is. I see that the situation started out really good and that I feel like the trip was either was really, really great and then turned bad. And then I see a woman who is very angry. 
and yelling. And I see a man who's like trying to like hold her at arm's length, like, don't yell at me. Then um so I gotta tell you, um, I will tell you my conclusion when you're ready, Katie, to talk about your conclusion. But it shows that somebody was being unrealistic about something. People were working hard. And um, so I feel like everything was going along normal. I don't see any aliens or sea monsters. I don't even Damn. see fireballs. But I do see noxious fumes from the alcohol. Oh, okay. So the first thing that I picked up when I did this reading was that it was telling me that there was a breakdown in a relationship and that there was a woman who was being a bit um, difficult to deal with. Um, it's also telling me that... Someone felt like they could solve the situation where it was or they could walk away from the situation and that they might be taking a shortcut but the cards are telling me that whoever decided to take a shortcut should have been made aware of making the wrong decisions um and it also is telling me about a man who thrives because of his hard work so i feel like that was the captain so that's interesting that you picked up a woman who was being difficult as well let me see here is this what you have that's exactly what I have, actually. I have... Oh, no, that's a different woman. But this woman, this woman right here that I have, it says that she can be horrible at times. She's yep. really difficult to deal with when she's angry. And this woman that I have says that she can say some really mean things when she's angry. Mm -hmm. Same woman. Same woman. There was only one woman on the ship, so... Process of elimination... Sarah. That was the wife. So I feel like there was something going on between the two of them that was causing an issue on the ship. But that doesn't really explain why he would just ditch the ship because you're fighting with your wife. Especially back then because, uh, you know. This is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing somebody was unrealistic. But this is one I'm picking up when I do my pendulum. I feel like they, similar to the fireball reading where people got off the ship to kind of give it some time I feel like um, the noxious fumes from the alcohol were making people sick and they were just going to wait it out for a little bit of time and they were actually tied to the ship for a while yeah I'm picking that up as well I feel like if we keep both picking up that the wife was having an issue that might have been the issue that she was having she might have been having to stink about it which is fair, in my opinion. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, was she the one that wanted them to get to the lifeboat? Yeah. Did all the crew want to do that? Yeah. It was making them sick. Did the captain think that he should stay aboard? No, he wanted to do it too. Did they expect to get um, separated? No. I'm not sure how they got separated. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I was kept, I'm shuffling cards and, like, what happened to the lifeboat? I don't know how much uh, these tarot cards are going to tell me what happened to the lifeboat, but let's take a look. Okay, so the first thing that I'm picking up is, is that it took off. 
That's interesting. And the next thing that I'm picking up is the word control. So I feel like this means that they lost control. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So this thing's telling me that things that were lost may have turned up. And when I ask, like, did these people die? It says no. I think that they ended up getting found by something. Let's see. In their, Let me... in their lifeboat. All right. Did they end up? I feel like if they were found by somebody, they would have come forward. So were they unable to come forward? Okay. Did they die at sea? No. Oh my gosh. I think we have a Gilligan's Island situation here. Did they go to Gilligan's Island? Did they? Yeah, I feel like maybe they found an island. Did they meet people on the island? Nope. Interesting, they went to live on Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Did they live long there? Huh. Was there was there enough food to eat? Were they able to live longer than twenty years? No. Longer than ten years? Yeah. Yes? Mm-hmm. Interesting. More than fifteen. I feel like they lived um, for quite some time. Well, that's good. So no pirates. Yeah, they didn't really think pirates made sense anyways because nothing was missing. I did want it to be a sea monster, but not this time. Maybe next time. Maybe we're going to find some more sea monster stuff another day. Who knows? I'm not giving up. <laughs> Never give up. They're out there. Yeah. I believe it. Adam, what are you picking up about this situation? Oh, let's see. Let's consult my super great deck. Oh, shit. I just dropped it. I got three money signs, and then it says, make it rain. <laughs> so I think, I think that speaks. Yeah, it speaks for itself. You're picking up from the Del Gracia. It's from the insurance money from those guys. Yeah. Got that cash. Let me see. Did those guys, did the Del Gracia people, did they drop them off on the island? They're like... We really want to have the insurance money. They did not. No, they didn't. Didn't expect uh, Gilligan's Island situation, guys. <laughs> I got to be honest. Yeah, that's not where I saw this was saw this going at all. Yeah, me either. Yes, I thought it was more likely that ghosts would have taken them or aliens would have ducked them before we talk about them going to live on Gilligan's Island. So mm -hmm. very unexpected turn of events today. I mean, we we haven't ruled out that they got abducted by aliens off the island, so. Oh, let's check. Oh, yeah. I feel like the reason the woman was so angry was because they ended up on an island. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. I don't feel like she was angry until then, and I feel like after that, we'll make angry every day. Like, what kind oh, of yeah. captain are you? <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah. yeah, 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 I'm picking that up. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's not his fault. He only has a septet and a rowboat. Jeez. Guys, if you've got problems in your marriage or your relationship, uh, at least you did not get you and your partner and your child stranded on a desert island. Right. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Any final thoughts on the Mary Celeste? No. Mm-mm. That was a... That was a ship that I would have not wanted to sail on. 
Case closed. Case closed. We got it. Guys, we solved it. Another one bites the dust. Yes. They all died on an island. (laughs) (laughs) With a lady screaming at them the whole time. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) It's horrible. Sorry. Oops. I don't do boats. What do you want me to do? (laughs) I'm not a boat guy. I don't know how I got this job. (laughs) Did you bring the kerfluffle? (laughs) And I forgot the kerfluffle. Now what are we going to do? You can get more content from us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Reading the Room Pod. Do you have something you'd like us to cover? You can join our Discord or email us at readingtheroompod at gmail.com. Rating and reviewing the podcast is incredibly helpful. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. I do not do both.